Welcome to a brand new episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Hannah. And I'm Tyler. Welcome. Uh, We're recording on Labor Day. So we are laboring. Yeah, we are laboring, honey. Um, Honey, no rest. Thrilled to be here with you today. Thrilled. Honestly, wouldn't want to spend it any other way. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't think I've ever not labored on a Labor Day. Like, yeah. Always I was usually worked. like working brunch or yes, something. I was getting time and a half, no matter mm-hmm. I, I, any which way I could, you know, acquire it. And I love how neither of us have any plans today. We're like, this <laughs> no. is it. That's it. It's kind of great. Actually. I think Labor Day is kind huh? of just like Memorial Day and Fourth mm-hmm. of July. Like it's like the final act. It's the know? final act. And if we want to say goodbye to one thing. Y'all know it's summer. It's summer. So I'll be celebrating today by drinking a lot of water in bed and taking out my fall candles. That's how I'll be celebrating, saying goodbye to the fickle mistress that is summer. Goodbye, bitch. We don't need you. Bye, bitch. (laughs) Bye, bitch. A summer. Can you give me a summary of your summer in three words? (laughs) This is off the cuff. Or one sentence. Okay. Uh, I'll try the three words one. Just tell me how it was. Yeah. (laughs) Lonely, ill. Stressful. What about you? Almost out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Warm. Puppy. Um. (laughs) Burnout. (laughs) Just trying to be hella honest. There was also some really good shit in there. And I will say I feel like I experienced more of Chicago summer than I have in a long time. That's and awesome. I only I only went to the beach once and it was three days ago. And I immediately got sandy and I immediately left. Look, I'm not a beach girl. Like don't ask me to be a like beach girl. Beach. It's I not just gonna happen to for me. Pics, and then I yeah. leave. Goodbye. And then you leave. Wait. Uh shit. What? Summer, beach. And what a great yeah. job you do at beach. Sandy. Be things you did. I don't remember now. Magical uh, Chicago summer. And I was saying some of it was Gone. good. I said burnout. burnout. <laughs> Just want to be really honest. I had something about Chicago summer, but now I don't remember okay. what it is. I feel like Chicago summer is stressful low key because Ugh. so much of the year so is cold dude. and yes, you're stuck inside dude. that like in yes. the summer, you're expected to be like a feral rat every day of the summer and like be going yes. out all the time. Oh, what I want to ask you, though, oh. we got there and we got there in the end. Yep. <laughs> We're back. Have you ever done that thing where you go to like Lake Michigan Swim Club, and you get there at like six in the morning, and then you all jump in the lake together as a community. No, and apparently it's banned. It's no more as of Why? like two weeks ago because it was, I think it was becoming like a hazard. Like too many so people. So many, like thousands of people were going. The thought of a thousand people jumping in the lake at the same yeah, time, no thanks. Like landing on my head, and then me yep. getting like drowned. Also, like you're in Lake Michigan on the Illinois side. Like you yeah. know, it's not like you're in crystal clear water. Like yeah. this water isn't something that like calls to me. It's not Moana. It's not like sending me to the sea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Northern Michigan, I'll fuck that water up all day. Like really? it is. 
it is like Traverse City, Michigan water is like glacier water. It's like oh. Montana stunning stunner. So beautiful. I feel like we've talked about lakes as bodies of water and like crystal clear lakes like multiple weeks in a row and honestly like i love that for us this is a lake podcast yeah honestly we're lake stands not sand stands as anakin skywalker would say just to throw in some star wars totally by the way (laughs) wait you were gonna say something no i wasn't you told me Uh two things privately okay oh up your spot one of them is that in this episode you hated serena more than any other episode in this episode so i'm excited to get into that Except yep. for the one where she stole Blair's spot at Yale. So like Fucking terrible. One bleep, Ter- please. Yeah. <laughs> terrible person. Second thing, you told me that you were getting in fights with the straights in the comments about a Star Wars video you did on TikTok. And I think me and the listeners would want to hear more about that. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Set them on um, fire, Tyler. Set the straights that- ablaze. <laughs> so I made so someone uh, DM'd me on TT, which happens, you know, I, not like people are always DMing me, but like this experience as a Star Wars fan who mm-hmm. is a female presenting person, I have experienced a many times between there and Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and it's normally propagated by like. I don't know, a 13-year-old boy um, telling me I'm stupid, telling me they don't like my helmets, telling me my cosplays are lame, telling me they're not accurate. Oh, they're so mean. (laughs) And it's so mean. But it's also, I'm like, LOL, you have nothing better to do. You know, it's like, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm so sorry that like, you didn't take the time to buy yourself a Star Wars helmet, 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Go like, get to- clean the lawn. Clean the lawn. Clean your room. Yeah, literally. Lawn. Don't be jealous just because I make grown-up money and I can yes. buy a bejeweled Stormtrooper helmet and you can't because you. you're fucking 10, you little shit. <laughs> yes, very that. So go so mow like, the lawn. All right, go mow going. the lawn. <laughs> to quote best friend of the pod, Clayton, go make your bed. <laughs> like, yes. like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I so someone DM'd me and this is a, a little while ago and so I made this video that I forgot about but it's to the Taylor Swift uh sound uh from Bejeweled the nice you know oh, yeah um, and and so I made that and I was like oh when you know men on TikTok or like Star Wars fans DM you to tell you that you aren't a real Star Wars fan because you like the prequels which mm-hmm. happens all the fucking time. So if you annoying. like the prequels, you're not a real Star Wars fan. If you like the sequels, you're not a real Star Wars. I mean, like, eat my ass. Like, mm-hmm. do not care. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I like I like it all. So, so I made that video and a lot of people commented and I was really I was like, people are going to be so fucking mean to me because let or like, you know, God forbid I talk about men and Star Wars. And um and actually the response was so positive and they, they it was so great. And one person, uh, one person <laughs> finally slid into the comments and was like, I, I and said something like, um, oh, because I made a response video to it with someone's comment that was like, oh, you know, the biggest red flag of all are men who don't like the prequels. And I was like, yes, 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 this, very this. Mm-hmm. And um, and someone slid into the comments and was like, the biggest red flag of all are women who like the sequels. And I was like, I was like, oops, sorry, babe. And I was like, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. And, and I was like, that would be me. And he was like, he was like, oh, ew, such a red flag. And I was like, oh, so sorry. Oh my God. Fighting with the straights. People, 
really are out there just trying it. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I'm trying to think of like what would be comparable for me. Like if your your tea video, your tea the the hot tea video. Yes, yes, yes. I guess I'm thinking of like a fandom. Like if oh the, sure, sure, if sure. the Roni fandom had yes. straights and women in it. Yes. And, and <laughs> I was battling with the straights over like, you're not a real Roni fan if you yes. like season three, the trip to it's, Morocco. Yes. If or you or four. if you like Dorinda, like if you yeah, like you're... Cindy Barship, you're not a real fan. <laughs> and I would be like, I'm going to stop you right the fuck there. So like, yes. I get that. That's very annoying. And it's like, it is. why? Why can't people just be fans in the way they want to be fans? Like, why can't you just like what you like? And like, that's yeah. With my hot yes. TP video, people won't shut the fuck up about being like, oh, you're so annoying. And I'm like, respectfully, y'all's response to this only proves my theory that not all, but many hot tea people are annoying. A hundred percent. I was like, you're literally proving the point I'm making by being this triggered about the fact that one server and many don't want to make hot tea. Who I'm gives sorry. a fuck? That's like someone Imagine ordering a mint activated. julep. Yes. Don't fucking a bartender doesn't want to fucking muddle your shit. They don't want to make a mojito. Yeah, they don't want to make a mojito. You're like, oh, I wish you could just order a mimosa. Like I'm drowning over here. You know, yeah. like I'll do it, <laughs> yes. but I don't have to like it. Right. That's all yes. I'm saying. I don't fucking like it. So right. all this to say, it's annoying that people, I just can't imagine getting such a bee in my bonnet about what uh, Star Wars movies, someone <laughs> else on the internet who I don't even know likes. It's, uh, it is so astounding. And I will say, and then I made another video because someone was like, well, what do you think is worse? People who hate the prequels or people who hate the sequels for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. And so many people were like, Oh, I mean, they're both terrible, except, you know, they hate the sequels because it's nothing but misogyny against Daisy Ridley's character. And it's mm. nothing but racism against Finn. You know, it's mm. and it's so fucking true. Like, and again, and I said in that video, like what you like, who fucking cares? Like, keep it moving. You're going to take your time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying you're going to take your time on a Saturday to like. Just engage. Thank you for engaging. Babe. That's what I was going to say. You're helping me. The algae, the algae, the algae appreciates you. And so do I, babe. Oh, I oh, we, oh, wait. We were talking about Roni. Oh, yeah. We were going to mention that. Yes. Just, Quick little I, Roni tange. Yeah. My, my question was, because mm -hmm. off, off, off the mic, I was like, listen, I'm team Jenna Lyons. No one's surprised. Like, mm -hmm. I think she is everything. And I actually think the cast is getting better and better. Like, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the show more. Yeah. I, I, do you know if the ratings are good? Do you know if it's doing well? I don't know. I recently listened to Erin on Not Skinny But Not Fat, Aaron. as I've mentioned. Aaron. Horrible podcast name. Don't Horrible. know how that's still a brand. Um, yeah. And I think they insinuated that the ratings were good, but I don't know. I could also see Erin being the type of person that's like, yeah, it's doing amazing. And she doesn't actually know what she's talking about. You know what one, I mean? One hundo P. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, you know, I like I get that people are there. They're trying to start fights. I get that people are there, you know, fabricating drama, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy I mean, I am enjoying it like because I love some of the women. But I really <laughs> I just I I was very. I guess torn about how mm -hmm. I felt regarding the Bryn Aaron wreath argument, mm -hmm. wreath making argument. Mm -hmm. Also, like 
people fucking making fun of Jenna for giving them sponsored gifts. Like, and I, again, I think they're just trying to fucking find shit about her that people won't like. And I'm like, sorry, babes. She is queer. She is the chicest person that has ever been mm-hmm. on this franchise. And like, everyone loves Jenna Lines. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to know how you felt about like, mm-hmm. um, and listeners, if you haven't watched, Bryn at Aaron's uh, and her husband's vow renewal essentially goes up to her husband and uh, and fully is like, whenever you're divorced, come find me. Whenever you're divorced, come find me. When you're divorced, also when you're separated, or if you're divorced, it's me, you know, over and over and over again. And Aaron yeah. got really upset. And I just didn't know how I felt. I was like, how would I feel if that? I mean, yeah. Brenda's fucking hot, like, which is triggering. Yeah, upsetting. <laughs> Hurts to look at her. It it, uh, it really does, and she yeah. flirts like I could never in my wildest dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two things. First of all, I think Aaron is so Delulu that that party was fun, and I yeah, I've Delu. said this before. I'll say it again. She reminds me of so many of the moms I grew up with. Oh, in that's Park. right. Yes, and that's I've right. been to weddings, like Highland Park weddings, Highland Park bat and bar mitzvahs, where yeah. it's ninety percent speeches of being like. Ever since I met you at Temple in 1997, I knew that you were the man I would spend the rest of my life with. So, like, I I understand why Bryn's like, this party's fucking boring. Yeah. I'm going to keep my sunglasses on. Like, why is she right. wearing her sunglasses inside? I mean, this sunglasses, I, I did love her friend being like, stop fucking talking. Why are you wearing sunglasses? Who are you? And I was like, listen, I love that friend. I also love the pettiness. Of oh, yeah. Her wait, you her mean sunglasses. her sister? Yeah, her sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I loved the pettiness of her wearing her sunglasses. It's great TV. Like, she was fucking Oprah. It's great. Yeah. She is a great character to quote yeah. very good friend of the pod, Emma. It's like, you know, and like, we need <laughs> she her. She's a great character on TV and we need her. Mm-hmm. I think she, I probably would be annoyed if I were Aaron. I don't know if I would be that upset. I think I would probably yeah. be like, okay, why did, like, Abe said you made that joke 10 times. It probably would have right. been funny the first two. Why right. did you feel the need to, like, at my anniversary Harp party, make that, it. yeah, make that joke yes. a million times? But I also think, like, I, this is me giving myself a lot of credit. In my mind, I'm very evolved. I'm not. But Same. Like, I think. Too. At the end of the day, I think what would offer me peace if I were Aaron and I like took a second to calm down would be like, that's actually more embarrassing and awkward for Bryn than it 100%. is for you and your husband. Because like, 100%. It became yes. a joke where Abe was just laughing uncomfortably and was like, ha, 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 Right. Like, he wasn't like guffawing. No, yeah. he was just like, okay, cool. All cool. right. Like, yeah. So I think it was more embarrassing for Bryn ultimately than it was for Aaron. I agree. It's like, it's like Aaron, she's at your party. Everyone that's invited is like you and Abe's people. So she yes. looks like the weirdo wearing a giant fur and sunglasses inside and right. making jokes about fucking your husband all night. Like that's weirdo ass behavior. Yes. Right. 100%. Yes. What do you think? I agree. No, I agree. I think, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I would be bothered by it, especially, right. Cause I think that's the point. It's like, oh, well, that just like makes you look bad, dude. Yeah. And I love that she was like, I never use the D word. And the editors are like, divorce, 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 yes. separated, divorce. I was like, iconic editing. And then I also love that she was like, and if you accuse me of flirting with the married man, and I was like, oh, but like, literally, that was what you did. <laughs> I'm also like, this clearly hit a nerve for Bryn because it I'm did. sure she's. Yeah. And that's, I don't and think like, it's the first time she's flirted with a married man. No. And, uh, 
And can we talk about it? Yeah. So I think I would, I, I agree. In my mind, I don't think it would bother me that much. More so, I'd be like, what the fuck were you talking? Like, that was the point that I would be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, stop being loud. But I, we do have to talk about one of her three ex fiancés. His name was Gideon, right? His name was motherfucking Gideon. He's and so he, hot. He strolls into this fucking classic car dealer. Like he is on fucking Bridgerton. He's Mr. Darcy. This, he is literally Lori from Little Women. He is yeah. Mr. Darcy. He is so beautiful and rich. And kind and rich. And obsessed you know he with Bryn. Obsessed with Bren. Like everything that makes her extra, he finds very amusing uh, and cute. Dimples, the smile. I was like, literally, Dashing. I don't know that I've ever been this attracted to a man on Housewives. No, Maybe except Mauricio. I think, I was gonna I say, think Mauricio he's wishes. Than, yeah, honestly, I was like, li- oh, and he's British. Like, you know, like to top it off. Forget like, it. I was like, Bryn, what the fuck are you doing? That was dumb. And Why? when she was like, she was like, and then you'll, after you watch this week's episode, this isn't really spoiling anything, but she talks about how she's like, I should never be engaged. I should just get married. I'm like, okay, well then don't stay engaged. Just fucking get married to this man. Yeah. He is so into you. And he's still he is, into her. Oh, he's so hot. That was such a wasted opportunity. I, I literally know. And the ring was bonkers. Oh my God. So bonkers. And she's so beautiful. It's like arresting. I know. I know. And it doesn't seem like he would want to like stifle her. No Brynisms at all. He loves her. No, he literally loves her for who she is. Had he been her date at Aaron's party and she had been like, I'm going to fuck you, Abe. I think he would have been like, oh, my God, Bryn, you're so funny. Like, I think he would have been entertained by it. He would Would not have been bothered. Oh, my wife's so cheeky. Like, he would have thought it was funny. Yeah. The reason he is hotter than Mauricio to me is because Mauricio mm-hmm. is fuckboy coded and Gideon's yeah. not. And I know he only had like five minutes of screen time. Say but that. I don't believe this man would ever cheat on Bryn, ever hurt her. I no, think he literally ever. is like full Jane Austen, like you are the center of my heroes. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. full Anthony Bridgerton, like, Ugh. and it's just not far enough. Like total right. Anthony. Oh, God. So hot. Yeah. I'm hot just thinking about it. I know. Oh, back of my neck is warm. Uh Um, And and the who? Wait, wait, wait. I think, and also Aaron's husband, Josh, is that his name? Abe. Abe. (laughs) Potato, potato. Josh. Yeah. uh, He is fuckboy coded to me too. You know who else is? I think Jessel's husband is fuckboy coded. He is I He's don't trust too. him. I don't He's really hot, trust him. but I don't He's trust hot. him. Okay. Also, we will get to this episode. Yeah. But again, I said what I said. Uh, Serena is such a <laughs> to bleeps, please. Yeah. Deeply upsetting. Just you don't insufferable. You don't fuck with Fufus. Mm-mm. Title of app. You don't fuck with Fufus. Waffle okay? King of Brooklyn and Waffle the Upper King East Side. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Wait. Can I tell you though that the other day I was walking down the street and someone went by me on a skateboard that reminded me so much of Aki Menzies, Real Rash <gasps> King of the Upper East Side, and I literally whispered it to myself and then giggled. <laughs> I love that our impact on ourselves. Yeah, our <laughs> our reach to ourselves. Aki Menzies, Real Rash King of the Upper East Side. Upper East Side. <laughs> 
Um, wow. <laughs> wow. I do. <laughs> I miss Cole's appearances on that show. I, do. I know. I do too. Yeah. But yeah. Do you ever think about the reboot? <laughs> uh, not till we just right now. <laughs> And Aki Menzies. I literally feel like it's like comparable to like a fling I had with a guy that like wasn't that long. And I'm like, do I ever think about him? And it's yeah. like every now and then something will yes. remind me of him. And I'm like, oh, but then I'm like, yeah. I don't want to go back to that, though. No, that was a crazy I time don't. in my life. That was right. It was really chaotic. It was yeah. like 23, you know, ready to roll, just like yeah. pounding Pedialyte and pounding the pavement. No, thank yes. you. Yes. And now um, I'm thinking about Max Wolf being mad, being like, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, he's always like upset yelling at someone he like was half always naked. Upset. he was always so hot and so upset and then mm-hmm. audrey is just like hanging out like i didn't audrey. care about her yeah. didn't care about her cared about laura benanti a lot you know so like, much you cared about her a lot yeah i don't really miss it yeah now you know now we're revisiting it no mm. actually no but yes mm-hmm. needless to say like the gaslighting of foofs in this sode we will not stand for it we fucking won't. And like, it, if I can articulate this and maybe not the nicest way, which Please. I said to Jeff, I was so mad taking notes yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know, what's so fucking annoying. And so I was like, I don't hate Serena because she's so good at being a villain. I hate her because she's doing nothing and being a villain. Like, if that makes any sense. It does make sense because my mind immediately goes to Catherine Hanna's Agatha. And I'm not mm-hmm. even a Marvel girly, but like we think about a Maleficent, a Captain Hook. I'm talking okay. about villains that are really fun to watch as villains. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, S yes. isn't villaining in a way that's entertaining. It's just annoying. Yes. It's just because nothing is happening. She's doing the exact same shit. She's just being mean. And that's like her only choice. And like that bratty. She's, she's being a brat. So I'm like, no, fuck you. Sir. It like ignites something. In yeah. Me. I'm like, I get yeah. so fucking mad. So Anyways. what did you think was more irksome to you? Uh, Serena doing the least as a villain or Vanessa doing the most as a character that no one will ever care about? <laughs> put that in a quote. Put it on our feed immediately. See, I'm going to Haiti. I was like, okay, bye. Yeah, I was like, see ya. Travel safe. I was like, okay, yeah, let's keep it moving, babe. Bye. <laughs> Except I know what's coming for Dan, and I don't like it. I don't know what's coming for Dan. I know. This is so great. This is so great. We're here. Three years later, we've arrived. We've arrived. I mean, when we were watching the reboot, that was also great, because neither of us knew what the fuck was happening. We were experiencing it together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really really on the pulse. Yeah. Um, So we're at episode 20. Mm -hmm. It's a dad, 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 dad world. And I was like, that's a lot of dads. That's Um, what I was thinking. I was like, I feel like three three would have demonstrated the comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We didn't need four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we open on S and Nate kissing and drinking coffee, and S is in this, like, truly hideous cerulean dress from like Ann Taylor, Ann Taylor Loft. Loft. I could just picture fucking Meryl Streep um, just criticizing her color choice of blue. I mean, heinous, heinous. Awful. And then we cut to Vanessa and Dan looking pressed over papers and coffee, and but S and Nate are like really getting into it. And Gigi says, 
Top or bottom, don't get too comfortable because the world will keep on turning. And S is like, I got to go get coffee with my dad. And Nate feels pressed because she has been coming home super late at night. But he assures her, I mean, he's so lovely. He's like, no so worries. Nice. You know, I love being your crash pad, but maybe you should move back in with your mom during her treatment. And S says, and see Jenny's lying face every morning right when I get up? No, thank you. And then a girl walks out of Chuck's room and S is like, that is not the same girl Chuck came home with last night. And Chuck emerges and says, judge away. Shame turns me on. And Nate suggests that Chuck go to Lily's for brunch to cure his hangover. Also, when S and Nate were making out feverishly Uh, and S just uh, takes a newspaper and like throws it, I was like... Uh, classic Blake Lively isn't good at acting. She takes the new pa- newspaper and playfully throws it. And like, she probably thought that was like a really bold like choice. She said, I saw Christian Bale in Newsies once. I'm going to yeah. try this. Ah. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, I felt so hot when I threw that newspaper. Yeah. She was like, carry in the banner. <laughs> right. And she was like, ah. And Nate was like, yeah, great. That was so bold. Yeah. Well, bold choice. She definitely like threw the chair in acting school. What? Oh, for sure. What's Nate's real name? Chase Crawford. That's right. That's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, with shit with Dan and Vanessa is weird. They've been tiptoeing around each other for days ever since <laughs> Vanessa got into the Tish writing program and Dan didn't. And he suggests they come uh. up with rules and topics that are off limits because he's like triggered by her talking about like literally her day to day life Jesus. right now. And Vanessa's like, babe, isn't that literally what got us here in the first place? He's like, no, no, this will be different than last time because we'll know what we don't know. And Vanessa's like, OK, fine. We shouldn't talk about classes until the sting of the Tish writing program wears off. And he's like, no, totally. Because like, if you took like playwriting with Sam Shepard, that would like hurt my heart. But if you took intro to mime, like (laughs) I would want to help you pick out like your leotard and beret. And Vanessa's like, actually funny. I know. And I was like, okay, but to be fair, Dan, that's like a confusing role. Because basically you're asking her to be a psychic and be like, oh, this, you think this would cool, but you would think this thing's cool. So you don't want to hear about it. But if it's like nerdy and doesn't sound fun, then you're down to hear about it. And so, oh, cool. So I can't celebrate like the coolest shit that I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's talk about intro to my thing. It is. Oh, Um, and. And Vanessa's like, and also we can't read each other's submissions for anything. And she's like, okay, cool. He's like, great. So that leaves like politics, Jersey Shore and where we want to eat. And she's like, awesome. Gotta go. And he's like, where are you going? She's like, I actually can't tell you because it's one of the topics that we're not allowed to talk about. And he's like, great. Awesome. We're doing awesome. Great. Things are tense. And again, I'd be lying if I said I cared. Yeah, things are tense, but nothing is more tense than Vanessa in this questionable sequin Afghan. And now we said it. Afghan? That's yeah. a blanket. Kaftan. Kaftan. Oh. Yeah. I drew it. An Afghan is indeed a blanket. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the word? You learn something new every day. Okay. Is she Googling? To the she Google. Will. She will. An Afghan. An Afghan. Have you seen, have we talked yeah. about Hamlet 2? I'm pretty sure I bring it up like once every two weeks. Wait, Hamlet 2? Yeah. No. What is that? It's like a stupid indie movie that like basically. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. An indie movie where Steve Coogan, one of the funniest people on the planet, plays yes. like a theater teacher in Tucson, and all the students don't want to take acting. There's only two theater kids in the program, and one of them is Skylar Aston, and the other one's this other girl who was in Spring Awakening on Broadway. Her character's wait. name is Epiphany. Okay, wait. That sounds great. It's hilarious. They cut the computer class um, for budget reasons, so all these students that wanted to take computers and like are not into theater at all are like forced to take theater. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, you guys! I've never had this many students before. I actually wrote this play called Hamlet too, and we should do it as the school play." Anyway, there's a day he comes to class in a caftan, and he goes. 
They're like, why are you wearing a dress? And he's like, it's a captain <laughs> keeps my balls at room temp. And he does a high kick and his balls are totally <laughs> Okay, incredible. I need to watch this. And Where can like, I oh. see this? <laughs> um, you could probably, I mean, I have the DVD so I can mail it to you or you can probably <laughs> rent it somewhere. Okay, I can't wait. That sounds great. I love yeah. Skylar Aston. Yeah, it's hilarious. And, and like there, there's a scene where he's like, you know what? I'd like to see your bottom. Steve Coogan, Coogan says this. And one of the mm-hmm. students like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And he's like, I'd like to see your bottom from. And then at the same time, him and Skylar Aston are like, Midsummer Night's Dream. And it's so <laughs> stupid. Okay, sorry. Continue. Wow. No, that sounds amazing. It's just like Steve theater Coogan kid humor. So good. Oh, he's yeah, so I would love it. Okay, I'll yeah. have to tell Jeff. So we're now at the VDW brunch and little mm-hmm. Jay and Eric are talking about Elliot S is being a third bleep please over mm-hmm. waffles with little Jay. Um, and everyone starts fawning over Lily and she's like, what I need is for everyone I love to treat me like they always do. Charles has the right idea. If he were here, then I'd really worry. One thing about William's treatment is I haven't lost my appetite. And then S has invited William. And immediately, we're going, huh? Side eye. Side eye, especially after how we saw last week's ep end. Right. Sus. Mm -hmm. Also, like, the fact that Jenny is in, like, a full, like, dark red glossy lip (laughs) and smoky eye at, like, 9 a.m. is, like, so wild. Um, I love. Daddy VDW shows up and Rufus is like, what's he doing here? And S is like, I invited him. And... Uh, he William examines Lily and he's like, "Looks great, Lil, really great." So I hope y'all join me at this uh, Doctors Without Borders gala, oh Columbia God. tomorrow. Uh, and S is like, "I'll be there." Um, I invited Nate and Blair. I really want them to get to know you. And Lily's like, "Well, Rufus and I would love to come." And Eric is not interested in Daddy mm-hmm. VDW because he's like, "Yeah, he left when I was two. And S, pushy as ever, is like, "You have to give him a chance." Dad, Dad, sit here. Rufus, scoot over, please. Please. Menace behavior. Like what she has- a fucking bitch. That I was like, how fucking dare you? Rufus toiled in the kitchen all morning making waffles for everyone. For you, bitch. Making for waffles you. for you. Yeah. For you. For you. And like this whole episode, like the theme is just that S like invites her fucking dad like everywhere. And he's like, I invited him. I invited him. I invited him. It's like enough. Enough. Uh, also, I was like, Lily. You, Lily, this is your this is literally your husband. Pull your head out of the sand. Come on. And like go. get real. Be fucking yeah. for real. Yeah, be fucking for real. Be so BFFR, for real. Yeah. Oh, snowy NYC. It's just magical like a dream. Mm-hmm. Be is at Columbia. We love. She is thriving in her yellow coat and tights, and she calls Nate. And I was like, wait, is she going to Columbia? We find out later. And she's like, I thought I'd watch your lacrosse game. So can you reserve a seat for me in VIP next to a cute injured player? And Nate's like, why are you interested in lacrosse? And B explains it's because she has to get away from NYU because everyone is planning their living arrangements for next year. And her friends asked her friends had asked her to live with them in a post-war building that's on a street that's not even numbered. It's lettered. <laughs> and then Nate hangs up. As the girls from Eleanor's fashion show run into her, um, and they're like, yeah, we just got an apartment, a pre-war doorman apartment, and B asks them what they think of falafel, because the apartment, the NYU apartment was on top of a falafel stand. And they're like, ew, 
And they're like, wow, we never thought we'd see Blair Waldorf at Columbia and on the Upper West Side unless, OMG, are you transferring to Columbia? I hope so. NYU is so beneath you. And she's like, yes, uh, I'm a Columbia girly now. Uh oh. Being Delulu is the Salulu. It is. I love being Delulu. Meanwhile, Daddy VDW is like, you know, the last time I was invited to a ceremony in my honor, I had to slaughter a chicken. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) The fuck? We were watching an old season of Survivor recently, and they like had to kill like a shark, and it made me really sad. I don't want to kill an animal. Not I know. You know I hate Survivor. You know I'm like this is fucked up. mm -mm, Why do you never? You're gonna get filthy and get infested with bugs. And, and like, I have and to get, look an animal in the eye before I eat it. Like I could absolutely not. I couldn't. Absolutely not. No thanks. I'm good. This is like, I won a contest once at school, and um, I think there was a plaque, but like I don't know if it really counts. And Jenny's like, what was the contest for? And S is like, uh, it was for um drinking hot chocolate at the winter fair. And William's like, <laughs> you know, I had a buddy that went to Exeter, and the stories he told would make Keith Richards blush. And she's like, oh. I, I was just at school for the academics. <laughs> and he's like, sounds like you made great choices, Serena. The bad choices follow you. And Jenny's like, you know, I've never heard that hot chocolate story before. I did hear this one that goes, um, my ex-boyfriend went to boarding school with Serena. And he tells a great one about her and her teacher one night at a bed and breakfast. Although I'm sure they were just studying because, you know, Serena was all about the academics. And this is like, hey, you know what? Uh, I have to make an announcement. I've decided to move back in. Mom, I just want to be here with you, and it would be so good to be in my old room again. Don't worry, Jenny. We can find somewhere else for you. And Jenny <laughs> looks at Rufus like, what, what the bitch? fuck? She's literally like, what the fuck, Dad? And then Daddy VDW is like, and I have some news, too. I'm moving in downstairs. I'm super excited. All my family under one roof again. And Gigi's like, better watch out, Humphreys. They say love makes a family, but everyone knows on the Upper East Side, it's real estate. I'm dead. Oh, my God. Chaos. Oh my God. Chaos. In the penthouse. Oh, chaos in the penthouse. Um, And then we get... Yeah, doesn't Anima by Neon Trees. Love the song. Um, and Dan asks Fufus to save him a waffle. And he's like, Hey, isn't it weird that William is there? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, call Fair. it. Like you see it. Fucking yeah. Dan. And he's like, uh, oh yeah. And somehow Fufus like mentions that Vanessa is doing an internship with CNN that Dan didn't know about. And she's going to go to Haiti for three months. That so is Dan- so whack. She was That's like, whack. she's like, I'm going to ask my boyfriend's dad to give me a recommendation for this internship, but I'm not going to tell my boyfriend. And Rufus is like, I literally just gave her a recommendation. He's like, oh, I, I don't want to hear about it. And he's like, I maybe think you should, because like, she's going to be gone for three months. You don't know about this. Like that is crazy weirdo ass behavior cuckoo. and also yeah. can i say why did you ask a rock star for a recommendation for cnn true true um so dan cancels his waffle end of scene <laughs> daddy vdw sidles up to eric at the penthouse he's like i know this uh gal tomorrow night seems boring but if there's like a girl you wanted to invite and eric's like actually i'm gay so if i was going which i'm not then my date would be a guy named elliot and he's like whoa that's cool uh then bring elliot i'd love to and he's like please stop acting like you and i have any kind of relationship he's like you're right i have a lot to make up for and he's like you know i'm sorry dad the window for that closed between my 12th birthday and my suicide attempt but don't worry going through all that without a father made me realize i don't need one and then daddy vdw is like you know if there's any way we could like get to know each other and he's like you know what 
Serena may want a relationship with you, but I don't. And then the elevator door closes on Daddy BDW. So Eric is like digging his heels and he's like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you, dad. Like, yeah. yeah, no, the fuck. And now you're here. You're going to move in. Yeah. Fucking Delulu. Literally. Um, This next scene is hilarious. This was incredible. Little Jay finds S throwing all of her clothes out of the closet. <laughs> and Serena looks at them like, uh, eh. <laughs> and and Serena and little Jay says, Serena, stop. You can't just do that. And S says, the room is alone and I'm taking it back. I don't care if I did leave it in the closet. Borrowing without asking is stealing Jenny. And then Fufus appears and, and she's like, Dad. And and Fufus is like, honestly, Serena, Jenny is right. Like, this is her room now, so you can have Chuck's old room. Like, you don't need to take this fucking room back. Um and Serena says, no way, that room is haunted with Chuck's depravity. And I was like, iconic line, honestly, great writing. And she's like, Jenny can take it. I'm sure it wouldn't bother her. Jenny doesn't, or she doesn't want to say what's wrong, because he's like, okay, what's the deal? And, and, and S looks at her like, Jenny. And she doesn't want to say. So she's like, fine, whatever, you're going to have the room. And she leaves. And Fufus is like, honestly... This is fucking ridiculous. Mass chaos. This is fucking ridiculous. Um, you will have Chuck's room. Like, we'll have it all made up for you. And S is like, how many problems does Jenny have to cause before you realize she's the problem? <gasps> Dan shows up at the coffee shop with Vanessa. And she reveals she got the internship job making a documentary in Haiti. And she's bugging about how it was easier when they were just friends. And they could actually, like, talk about things. And Dan's like... Is that what you want? You want to just be friends? And she hesitates and she's like, I don't know. And then she Ugh. like leaves. So like short little scene there. No one cares. 1-800, no, no one, one cares. cares. At the penthouse, Rufus is like, so yeah, like Serena can stay in Chuck's room. And Lily's like, oh, it's getting crowded around here. And Rufus is like, no shit. Throw in your ex-husband and now we're in a Nancy Myers movie. Yes. And Lily's like, I hope you don't mind. I know it's awkward. And Rufus is like, no, but it's like a little fucking weird, right? Like, is it possible that like William's also trying to get close to you? Like, and she's like, what? No, absolutely not. I told him to stay away if he couldn't make good on the promises he made to the children. Now, I'm sorry if this is awkward for you, but if William wants to move in to be closer to the kids, I'm not going to stand in his way. And she leaves and Rufus makes a call and he's like, hi, it's Rufus. I have a favor to ask. <gasps> this was some fucked up shit. Yes. Like you are clearly the allegiance is with Papa Wills. It yes. is not with Foofs. Yeah, like Lily, like girl, the fact that Rufus is still even with her after she oh lied to him God. for like months at a oh time. Oh my God. Like it's count your blessings, Lil, and like get your shit together. Truly, because it's really fucked up. Yeah. And are you kidding? No fucking way. No fucking way. I can't. I can't imagine. My voice is getting so high. I'm so upset. We cut to Blair with the Columbia girls on the Upper East Side talking about social life. And B mentions how the social scene at NYU was criminal. Ten freshmen, a keg, and a tub of hummus on a card table isn't a party. It's a tragedy. Iconic. 
and she gets a text and the girls are like are geeking out they're like Blair Waldorf just got a text it's like watching Lady Gaga set fire to a piano I said that's Hannah coded um <laughs> and it's from uh it's from Serena and she's like oh it's from Serena you know telling me that Jenny is claiming squatters rights in her old room so annoying and purple coat minion asks what the plan of attack is and B is like oh no that's between little J and S and purple coat minion is like see I told you Blair Waldorf was over the minute she went to NYU and B is like oh, are you third personing me I do that not you and blue coat minion is like yeah I don't know their names <laughs> do they, they don't names? they know they don't have names blue coat minion is like exactly <laughs> Now I'm picturing minions, the yellow yes, things in little in coats. coats. Yeah, Wait, yeah. putting that on the grid. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, exactly. You're Blair Waldorf, fashion icon, queen bee, probs the future president of the United States or Chanel. Like you're not going to do anything to little J. And B is like, well, I don't have anything on her, but Purple Coat Minion does. She <gasps> knows about her and Waffles dealing drugs. <gasps> so then we cut to Gigi. We hear Blair Waldorf is heading for a comeback, but if she wants to keep her fans happy, she better keep serving up the hits. <gasps> love. I loved that. I actually thought that scene was really fun. It was fun. It looked fun to act into. Yes, yes. Meanwhile, the penthouse, S is like, in the morning after... S and Jenny are in the kitchen and S is like, sleep well. And Jenny's like, not even Serena. I can't fucking believe you told Gossip Girl I'm a drug dealer. And S is like, um, you are the one who played Pablo Escobar to preppy pill poppers. So that's on you. Maybe your dad should know you're dealing drugs. After all, you thought my dad should know about all my adventures from boarding school. And Jenny's like, you know, fine. Like, maybe I shouldn't have told, but you shouldn't be lying to your dad. I can't believe you're willing to destroy my relationship with my father because you're scared yours won't love you for who you really are. Oh, oh my God. Getting I mean, messy. that was a read from Jenny. It is getting messy. It's true. It was a read. The library oh, well, is like open. A, okay. The library is open with little Jay. She said, <laughs> New York public. Here's my card. Yeah, <laughs> literally walking in with my red lip. Mm -hmm. um, Dan answers the door <laughs> and Vanessa tells him in his very tight V-neck sweater that they need to discuss mm -hmm. decisions together. And she isn't taking the internship, but he tells her to go and is like, are you sure you don't want to go? And they decide to celebrate tomorrow night. I'm bored. Honestly, they looked bored. Everyone they was bored. bored. The scene was boring. I will say like this reminded me of like Lauren will always be the girl who didn't go to Paris. Like, she yes, just being, like, giving I'm not, that. Yeah, I'm not going to take this cool ass job in Haiti because of my little sad brown suit bitch boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, title of that. Sad brown suit bitch boyfriend. <laughs> title of that. That's so good. So we cut to Blair, who is walking like forlornly in a state of ennui, looking at her Blackberry. God, I miss my Blackberry. Mm -hmm. And she needs to sign the lease for her NYU apartment today or else. And then Nate shows up looking fucking fine. Um, God, he's just really looking hot these days yeah um and he's like what are you doing here and she's like well i could ask you the same question does serena know you're trying to pull off plaid mm -hmm. and nate's like no seriously blair like i expected this behavior from chuck but not you it looks like you're pretending to be a columbia student and that stuff about jenny on gossip girl that's a waldorf equivalent of chuck sleeping with every girl in the city and avoiding emotional contact and b is pretending to be a student she explains because it's too late to transfer from nyu I had questions about this timeline. Just 
it's like knowing what I know about like academic admissions, you know, I said, mm -hmm. excuse me, hold on. It seems like it's January. What mm -hmm. time of year is it? Maybe it's March. I don't yes. know. But so she's cheering herself up with a gossip girl blast or two. She doesn't see anything wrong with that. Meanwhile, one of the minions, the purple coat minion wearing a different coat this day was listening and opens up her phone. Then Blair shows up at Chuck's and Chuck's like, if you're here to mock me, I'm not in the mood unless you have some kind of punishment in mind. And Blair advises him not to avoid Lily. She's like, look, I get what's happening with you. You lost Bart. Elizabeth betrayed you. And the thought of losing Lily terrifies you. And Chuck's like, spare me your freshman NYU psychology analysis. Perhaps if you were at an Ivy, you'd have better insight. Ooh, then shots fired. Fucking mean. <laughs> then the gossip girl blast comes out revealing that she is not actually a student at Columbia. Aww. And it's like, first she lost Chuck. Now her dignity. And Blair's like trying <laughs> not to let that get in her way. Aww. She's like, okay, whatever. It's whatever. Just Sleep with whoever you want, but don't close your heart to Lily because you know that the person who will get the most hurt is you. And then she calls Amalia and she's like, you know what? I'll take the apartment. And Gigi's like, you make your bed, you lie in it, be Too bad yours is in the East Village. I love all the shade for the East Village. And now Brutal. it's like so chic and like very great. <laughs> I was going to say, don't like all the celebrities live in the East Village? East, well, And West Village was always great. And now East Village is like so chic. It's like so hot. I die. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the West Village. But yeah, I mean, you know more. About no, a lot of I NYC think a lot of celebrities live in the. Yeah. Like village period is great. And like, but it's like, yeah, West Village or sorry, East Village is like cool. Like, yeah, the cool celebrities live there. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Excuse me. Oh, I also have to say that I loved Bee's purple polka dot dress. I thought it was like so clean. So cute. She also looks so good in cap sleeves in a way that I could never. I know. I know. She's so goddamn dainty. I, oh, like these fucking big shoulders. And she just had this like, oh, it was so. Ooh. But okay, you know, you're stunning and perfect. And I'm you're, so sweet. you're in a nap dress right now and look like a Jane Austen princess. So <laughs> I'm just so going to gas you up really quick. Woo! I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but I do love like a three quarter length sleeve, and I feel like people have been bringing that back a lot. And I'm re like above the elbow. Yes, and That's a boat so neck. Flattering. A boat neck. I love back. a boat neck. It you get the clavicles. You get the clavicles. Oh, so dainty. No. Look at this little neck. Ooh, Fufus and S are together, and uh, Fufus is asking Eric if or is asking S if Eric is coming and S like fourth bleep please mm -hmm. <laughs> says, don't pretend that you care. She, and apparently she like just got off the phone with her dad and she's like, yeah. And his application didn't uh, to the board didn't get approved. You're behind this, right? How could you do that? Oh, and she says, I know you and my father hate each other, but he's moved on. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. And Lily enters and S tells her, like, rats him out. Mm -hmm. And F and Fufus is like, I fucking did this to protect my marriage. And I was like, yes. He's like, I don't have to trust him. And yeah. I don't want him living under my roof. It is so illogical. I think that's why I was so infuriated yes. by this episode. Not that Gossip Girl is ever logical, yeah. but it's... <laughs> It's nothing but gaslighting this entire episode. It's wild. Um, it's wild. And Lily's like, Rufus, you're being paranoid. All I see here is jealousy. Run amok. And Serena's like, Mom, we better go. Rufus, it's probably best if you don't come tonight. And I said, I fucking hate it here. 
And I hate your stupid dress. Also, that dress with like ugh, that everyone wore yes. in 2009. The one with uh, one shoulder yes. with some adornment on, on it, the like, shoulder, like a, like an armor. Epaulette. Yes. Armor. Yes. yes a military. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it was like ruched. And yeah. Oh, um, God. I didn't like Lily's pink dress earlier. I didn't. Think I Lily's didn't. Styling was good. No. And then yeah. even the dress she wore to the gala, that like no. blue and gold one, like not her best look. I also yeah. like. Serena's dress reminded me of like Beyonce's like single ladies outfit. I was like, just yes. the one shoulder with a yes. long sleeve was like such so a thing it. at the time. You know what I mean? It and, was. And Everyone was like, appetite. look. Yeah. Which is yeah. giving very like, I have a tentacle to me. Yes. Yeah. Like, look at this one arm I have. <laughs> yeah. And it's sparkly too. <laughs> it's like the illusion dress now that has like the handprint on the boob. Yes. And I'm like, always looking at them like, where is your arm? Fascinating. I'm confused. Where'd go? I'm confused. Blair shows up at the gala and uh, blue coat minion and purple coat minion are being fucking rude. They're like, no fake students allowed. Uh, and Lillian S. arrive at the event with William and he's like, if you'll excuse me for a moment, I should go say hi to a few colleagues. Chuck shows up. Lily is touched. B and Nate show up and S is like, do I want to know what you had to promise to get him to come? And Nate's like, what? Who was me? And Blair, like, they kind of look at Blair, like, are you the reason Chuck's here? And Blair's like, no, whatever. Like, it wasn't me. And then Chuck apologizes mm-hmm. and tells Lily that he's here for her every step of the way. And it's really sweet. And they have, like, a long, sweet hug. And she's like, well, you better be prepared for a lifetime of family brunches because I'm not going anywhere. And Chuck looks so somber. And it's really sweet. And then Blair and Chuck make eye contact. Oh. And he loves her so much. Like, fully cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Blair is the Samantha doll of this series. Yes. Blue coat minion, purple coat minion mm-hmm. are giving like <laughs> Kit and Molly. You I know? literally was going to say Kit and Molly. Yeah, that's who they are. They're, they are they're s- absolutely American Girl dolls. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And S is giving Felicity. She's like, I just wear my hair in a braid and I like horses. <laughs> literally horse girl Felicity. Literally. Even though Samantha also was a horse girl question mark. Yeah, but Samantha was like a sleigh horse girl. She was Felicity a, was like a pioneer horse girl. <laughs> yeah, she was giving sleigh. She said like, like, like here is my outfit. Here is my equestrian. Loop. I was gonna say she's giving like to equestrian. To equestrian. Six. Six, please. Put put it on our tab. Give me another one over here. Red <laughs> Dan finds little Jay cooking and he's like, Oh, are you here because the Gigi blast? Is it true? Are you dealing? And little Jay tells him, I was when I was dating Damien. And Dan's like, Listen, you better fucking tell dad. Like, he needs to hear from you. If you want him to have faith in you, maybe you need to have a little faith in him, which mm-hmm. I thought was a great line. Mm-hmm. And little Jay says, She's like, Okay, I'll try to go find him. So she's going to the gala. And then she's like, hey, are you and Vanessa okay? And then that was basically the end. I just like went out to see. Yeah. You're like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. S tells Daddy VDW that the contest she won was for drinking. Absolutely. <laughs> and honestly. This is like dare. <laughs> like literally, in school. It was like, giving stop, after school. Don't do drugs. <laughs> right. Don't drink. She's like, it was probably one of my Tamar nights. For absinthe, bro. For absinthe. Absinthe. Come, what the Girl. fuck? No, that's not. Okay. She's mm-hmm. like, I've had a wild past and more than one scandal. I guess I was just scared that once mom gets better, you may not want to stick around if you knew the real me. 
and he wants nothing more than to be part of their lives again. And I'm like, I'm so sure. And he's trying to figure out how to like have a role without stepping on anybody's toes. Mm-hmm. And S is like, you know, I love Rufus, but you're my dad. He's not. And then Gigi's <sighs> like, Aw, Serena finally has the perfect relationship with her daddy. But will her dream come true become his <gasps> worst nightmare? I'm glad we're getting close to the end because the end does have like one of my fa- like some of my fave plotting ever crazy. in the whole series. So Blair's at the bar and of you know Oh, and she's she starts chatting up this guy and she's like, of course, the theme of this evening seems to be torture. It's torture because, you know, and she's like, normally I love a gala, but it's torture because this gala is at Columbia. And by some twist of fate, I go to NYU and the guy in a scenario that would absolutely never happen yes. on the planet Earth says He's like, hey, Blair Waldorf, wait a minute. I know that name. I read college applications and I was looking at yours today. Wow. How, how incredibly convenient. And he's like, you know, it's not our policy to do this, but welcome to Columbia, Blair Waldorf, like very much giving, um, well, welcome to Harvard. It was very much giving that. And honestly, I was so happy for her. Blair was so shook and had that Leighton played this so well. It's like that moment. When you get news that is the best and you are by yourself and she was just like looking around like, oh, my God, it was so cute. I have so chills. sweet. And yeah. Nate approaches and is like, are you OK? And she's like, yes, I just got into Columbia. I don't know how because I didn't apply. And Nate goes, I can't believe he actually did it. And Blair's like, what? He's like, Chuck joked about applying for you months ago. Looks like he actually did something right for once. Which, again, could never happen, but this is the. Be- Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh, dreams. It made the step me of dreams. so happy. I know. Ugh. I really thought when she first started talking to that guy, I was like, he looks kind of old. Is he going to be a love interest for Blair? Like, I don't get where this is going. And then I was like, oh, oh God. Okay. No. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, Rufus is making a sad sandwich at the penthouse, and Eric is like, Oh, I see my father is still working his magic. It's all him and no one else sees it. You make my mom happier than all her ex-husbands combined. <laughs> you should be with her tonight, not some guy who pulled a disappearing act. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I just love it when when you get on and tear it. It's like everyone dramatic goes into Max Wolf territory. <laughs> um, Elliot then shows up and Eric's like, Elliot, what are you doing here? And he's like, your dad invited me because he didn't think you had any plans tonight. And Rufus, like, you know, like grabs Eric by the shoulder, like lovingly. And is like, it's okay to be mad at him, Eric, but it's okay to let him try to make it right too. like full, full house vibes. Rufus, Rufus is like, I should go to the gala to try and make up with Lily. And he's like, wish me luck. And Eric's like, you don't need luck. You're the only one for her. Oh, Eric again, the North star, North star of the series. Oh man. Cut back to the gala. Uh, Daddy Wills is being honored and Fufa sees Lily and Holland's like cuts him off and he's like, oh, uh, sorry, I got I got to go. Uh, and he talks to Lily and he's like, I don't give a damn who lives where. And they kissed and then Chuck finds little Jay. She's like, Lily looks amazing, doesn't she? She doesn't look sick at all. <laughs> and Chuck's like, yeah, she's the picture of health. <gasps> and he's like, huh? Because you know when when Daddy Bass has an idea, he gon he gonna pursue it. 
And and Papa Wells goes to speak, and he's like, "Uh, I had another speech prepared, but uh, (laughs) Serena came to me, and I was so honest and brave that I realized I I need to be honest, too. I realized that the greatest sacrifice I made was my family, and uh, it was the biggest mistake of my life, walking out on you, and I'll do anything (laughs) to make it up to you, (laughs) because I love you. (laughs) And and then we get Gigi. (laughs) I wish you spoke that fast. Uh, we get Gigi. Right. <laughs> my oh my. Did Dr. VDW just make a, pa- a public pass at Fufus's wife? I wish she also said that. Right. Um, looks like this doctor without borders needs a few boundaries. No shit. No shit. Are you fucking kidding me? This man is a menace. He, he must be stopped. Damn, he must be stopped. If I was at that guy, I'd be like, I feel like we all need to leave. I feel like, yeah. why are we here? This is weird. Yes. And again, let's bring it full circle back to Roni. He's the brand. Like, he's being mm-hmm. embarrassing by doing that. Like, enough. Yes. Lily is like, it's fine, Rufus. It doesn't matter how he feels about me because I don't love him. I love you, Rufus. And I, I know you don't trust him, but surely you trust me. And Rufus is pissed. And he urges her to find another doctor like he has this whole fucking time and she's like annoyed by that and she's like you know i just want a quiet night alone i please Ugh. sleep at the loft then my stomach just dropped into my ass we got a mm. rachel brosnahan mrs mazel sighting okay hmm she was in this show mrs mazel was in this episode what? She goes up to Jenny and she goes, <gasps> Jenny that's why she looked familiar. Yes. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm so mm-hmm. mad. Okay. For those of you who don't know, I went to high school with Rachel Brosnahan and I'll leave it at that. She goes up to Jenny and she goes, Jenny Humphrey, you bitch. <laughs> you told me you were selling Oxy, but those pills were antibiotics. Yeah, I didn't get high. I got a yeast infection and Rufus overhears this whole thing. And Jenny's like, dad, I came here to tell you. And he's like, like, I'm going to believe a fucking word that comes out of your mouth. Get your shit. We're going to Brooklyn. Uh- wow. A lot just happened. Had no idea. Look, so everyone slay. starts somewhere. Now she is a multi Emmy winning actor. And, you know, yes. started not- with the yeast infection on Gossip Girl. It all comes back to Gigi. Yes, it really does. Mm-hmm. It's like law and order for yep. the girls, you know, mm-hmm. for the girlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan finds Vanessa and he's like, you got to take this internship because they shouldn't make decisions based in fear. Uh, honestly, Dan was like really speaking the truth. He was like leading the charge this episode. Mm-hmm. He got her some stationery so they can write a lot of blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. And she goes to meet her new boss. Meanwhile, S is getting a coat uh, and Holland shows mm-hmm. up. And says that, and I, so I was like, was Holland mad because he dismissed her for Lily, I'm assuming? Yeah. I don't really know. And Holland's like, um, listen, if Dr. VDW loves her as much as she said, there's something that you should know about Fufus. Horrifying. And then we get Gigi. Apparently, her upstairs neighbor has been coming downstairs. <gasps> this is like definitely a lie, right? It's a lie. Like- I. It's a bold face. They lie. never hooked up. No. Like, I think they like chatted over tea, but like they. No, turned. I can't remember. But I, I can't remember. I really don't think he did. I don't think he did. I no, I, I don't think him. he did. I don't either. Oh, that it is so like diabolical and like so gossip girl because we have no 
storylines before this that give us reason to believe that Holland is this type of woman. And yet, it's yes. like, well, guess and what yet. she is now. Right. And right. Right. So okay. out of left field. Okay. S finds daddy BDW oh. outside and she's like, dad. And he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, not really. No, I heard what you said in your speech. And look, if you want to fight for mom, then you should do it. Meanwhile, Jenny literally looks up cancer on Bing, not Google. On Bing. Dad. She bings just cancer cancer <laughs> and then Blair walks up to the Columbia girlies and she's like I think you got some misinformation I will be attending Columbia in the fall and they're like oh wow you know that's awesome we actually have an extra room in our apartment and she's like no I don't live with the help oh and you wanted to see a Blair Waldorf takedown well cross me again and you'll experience one firsthand and they're like whoa and Blair is herself again and she texts Chuck and is like thank you Ah. Uh. I this just made me horny. I loved Same. everything about that exchange. Same. No, I don't live with the help. I shook. I was like, oh. um, and yes, like you said, she ch- she texts Chuck. Um, he's looking at his phone, and he gets a call from little Jay. <laughs> and little Jay says, <laughs> "Obviously, I'm no doctor, but there. And don't ask me how I know this, but there's something weird about Lily's medicine." Fucking love this team up. Love this crack in the case. We need it. Release the Kraken on yeah. the case. Yeah. And Eric, we cut to Eric telling Lily about his date with Elliot. And S comes home and he's like, I invited dad. Um, is that okay? And Eric said, it's like, we know you invited your fucking dad. Yeah. And Eric <laughs> says, it's fine. I hate it here so much. Mm-hmm. Um, S sees a call from Foofus. And she's like, Hey, is your, and he's like, hey, is your mom there? And she's like, oh, she's just so tired right now and hangs up the fucking phone on her damn husband. And then Lily's like, who was that? And she's like, oh, it was Blair. Bitch. Fucking bitch. And then we get GG. <laughs> so irrationally. <laughs> so angry. activated. I'm so activated by her. They say family will always take you in. But what if they shut the door? Or even worse, let someone else take your place. What do you say, ass? Who's your daddy? XOXO, GG. Mic and drop. I'm shook. Mic drop. That I'm, episode I'm was crazy. Shook. I really enjoyed crazy. it. Crazy. I know. God, this season's so good. This is just so fucking nuts. So unhinged. I'm so here for the Munchausen storyline. I can't even tell you. Incredible. He's he's giving her placebo and or or like and or poisoning her. We don't know. And or giving her a yeast infection. But all of the above. Yeah. Literally the thought of thinking you bought drugs and then getting a yeast infection is like really unfortunate. Like that I'd be upset really too. That really sucks. That really You're just sucks. trying to roll tide and then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You thought you, you had some oxy for some good times and good vibes. And then you're like, why does my vagina itch? That sucks. And why am I sleepy? So sleepy. Yeah. Like, why do I feel weird? Like those yeah. little scrubby bubbles on the inside of my body. That's mm-hmm. how I feel when I take um antibiotics. no i'm kidding what if i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. wow wow came in hot came in hot came in hot left leaving hot you know what leaving I mean? hot still hot <laughs> really quick listeners yes we know that we have some new people around here and we just are <gasps> obsessed with y'all and the nice messages you've been sending means so much to us. I can't even tell you. We've been making this show for three years and we've had a blast every step of the way. And we're grateful for the listeners who have been here from day one. But you know, like you put something out there and you're like, 
I love it, but I don't know how many people are hearing it. And the fact that more people are hearing it and they're enjoying it, it just means so much. It's the best. Thank you for making our days. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you have so much content to consume. So much. And if you like it, by the way, please feel free to head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave the show a little rating and a review. It really helps. Mm -hmm. And tell your friends, tell the girlies, tell your friends. Mm -hmm. It'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, give, you know, if you want some extra content, head over mm-hmm. to Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a recap of Crappy Lake, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Also thrown on, you know, th- throwing on, throwing in some like seasonal autumnal funness, which will be mm-hmm. great. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Yep. We're just so happy you're here. We're having a great time. Han, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh, my God. Thank you, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. Head to the link in my bio for other goodies, such as my LTK. Tyler, where can our amazing listeners find you? OMGH, thank you so much. Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or at Tyler McMeredith on the Ticker Talks or Threadies. Also, if you want to give the pod a follow, held, held, head on over to my mouth is like, we're done. Head Same. on over to Instagram. <laughs> And follow us at You Know You Love Us Pod. Well, well <laughs> see you next week on You Know You Love Us.